Welcome to episode 11 of the Cars Podcast. I'm your host, Yurin Dreyshuk. Topics that we have on hand today is Don Trump telling the widow of Sergeant David Johnson he knew what he signed up for, and NFL players not proceeding with meetings until there is a resolution on Colin Kaepernick's employment, Detroit Pistons head coach Stan Van Gundy addressing Trump and racism in America, and more. Now, with David Johnson, he was a slain soldier who died in combat in Niger, and Donald Trump came out to tell his widow that this is what he signed up for. This is this just disgusts me to the core. It really does because this is the same guy who wants to use the national anthem, right? He wants to defend the national anthem with these NFL players protesting it by kneeling during the national anthem. <clears throat> Excuse me, by saying. Oh, it's a it's a slap in the face to our troops, this and that. But you just it was, this was, these comments were a slap in the face to Johnson's widow and to him and to the way he defended his country. But you know what? This is what I expect from Donald Trump. <clears throat> Excuse me. If you if you're white and you're part of the troops in America defending your country, Donald Trump will praise you all day long. But if you're black and you die in combat, then you you don't matter. And this is just what happens in America. People want to use the troops as an excuse to to hide their racism with patriotism. And where's all this love for the troops when they come back home from combat and they're homeless in the streets and they ask for money on the streets, but people just neglect them and walk past them like they don't mean anything, right? And Donald Trump, going back to his comments... We we saw what he did during his campaign run. He used hate and bigotry as his platform to gain voters. And obviously, as we saw in November, America showed its true colors. It showed the real white supremacy that this country stood for and elected him, the same person who was a white supremacist. So it just it just confuses me because whenever I see African Americans, they when they apply for the military, for any kind of military service, it just... I get a bad feeling in my stomach because I know they won't be appreciated by other Americans. They they fight and die for a country that's always been hateful towards them. That's always oppressed them. You can't even kneel during the national anthem, for God's sakes, for, for protesting racial inequality towards African Americans. Protesting African Americans that die in the street by police at a dang traffic stop. You can't even make it home while being gunned down by police. You can't even walk back home from buying Skittles and, and sweet tea like Trayvon Martin did. You can't even walk back home from the store like Mike Brown did. You can't even get past a regular traffic stop like Sandra Bland did. So I just think Donald Trump being in office is just an open invitation for everyone to be racist and show their true colors. It's an open invitation to tell black military service men and women that this is what they sign up for when they die. But when a white service man and woman dies... They're the ultimate hero. They paid the price for their country and they, they served their country well. Everything so backwards in America just it just makes me sick to my stomach. So, you know, prayers out go to Johnson's widow. May he rest in peace. And black black service men and women, they deserve way better treatment than they're getting from the so-called commander-in-chief of the United States of America. Moving on to the NFL, Seahawks defensive end Michael Bennett came out and said that players will not proceed with meeting with NFL team owners unless a resolution is made regarding Colin Kaepernick's appointment with the NFL. And you know what? 
I, I love this a lot because it shows that these players that they're serious about these concerns that they have, racial inequality in America, everything, everything that Colin Kaepernick stood for, everything that he protested. And so Colin Kaepernick, he deserves a job in the NFL. Like I said before, he's better than every single backup in the NFL. You see in Chicago, they signed Mike Glenn into this big contract. And look, he just got benched for his horrific play. And now they inserted rookie Mitchell Trubisky to play instead. And so Colin Kaepernick, you know what? He could play for the New York Jets. They have no good quarterbacks at all. Or he could go back to his former team, the San Francisco 49ers. Obviously, he opted out so he could get a better deal. And they didn't give him a better deal, obviously, because you know what? They saw what he stood for. NFL majority is white NFL owners. They hate when race is brought up, when serious matters are brought up, when when these players aren't bowing down and just playing football for them and making those owners money. So big, big props to Michael Benny and these other players for not wanting to proceed because obviously during this past week, I saw how during the fall NFL fall annual meeting, when the topic of Colin Kaepernick was brought up, these team owners, they just walked out and took a bathroom break. And how disrespectful is that? It's just, this, just shows, this just shows that they have no respect, no empathy for what Colin Kaepernick is standing for. They don't care that black people are getting inequality in America. And it, it's just a big slap in the face because they let woman beaters and people who murder people play in the NFL, you know, like Greg Hardy. Obviously, these reports of Ezekiel Elliott with the domestic violence and fighting in bars. Every Dallas Cowboy could get away with every single crime. But Colin Kaepernick, who silently protested, peacefully protested, can't get backup job in the NFL. This is the same guy who took the San Francisco 49ers to the Super Bowl five years ago. It was just five years ago. Colin Kaepernick is still, he's just 29, okay? They're acting like the man is 39 and he's washed, okay? Last year, he had, what, like 2,400 yards and 20 touchdowns? Only four interceptions? You know what? Kaepernick could still play. He could still win games for your football team. Just because he wants to protest racial inequality, that is not a, a distraction in the locker room. It's not. When the majority of your locker room is African-American and they're facing the same issues that Colin Kaepernick faces on a daily basis with law enforcement and being black in America, they'll agree with what he stands for and they won't label that as a distraction at all. It's not at all. A lot of these owners need Kaepernick. And look, Jay Cutler, yeah, he's won a few games in Miami, but is that really going to continue? Is that really? Miami needs Kaepernick in the worst way. Uh, Tannehill... Their starting quarterback, he got hurt in the preseason. They're, they're franchise quarterback, and you're going to put all your hope and the quarterback that you got to come out of retirement to play football for you? Jay Cutler? Jay Cutler, he's not going to last long, okay? It's only a matter of time before he's a interception-throwing machine. And Colin Kaepernick, look, he could get it done for you when he's throwing the ball. He could tuck the ball and run with it. He, he's a, an extremely diverse Mobile quarterback that you could rely on to make big plays. He still can make these big plays point blank, period. Aside from the anthem protest from a football perspective, he's still extremely efficient. Once again, you're tuned into the Cause Podcast. Moving on to Detroit Pistons head coach Stan Van Gundy. I just want to give a big salute to him because he addressed racial issues in America in a recent um, press conference with the media. And um, he's basically told the truth. He said... Uh, men and women of color, they both get treated differently by law enforcement. Different 
uh, different sentences in court are, are determined when it comes to people of color and they're just not getting the right treatment in America. And, and it's good, it's amazing to see prominent white sports figures come out and discuss these kind of issues and, and acknowledge that these issues are indeed real. I, I love seeing guys like Stan Van Gundy, Stan, San Antonio Spurs head coach Greg Popovich, and um, Golden State Warriors head coach Steve Kerr discuss these issues, discuss the bigotry of Donald Trump and just the racial inequality in America and inequal opportunity. Because once, once, a, once a prominent white sports figure uses their white privilege to promote change, then significant progress can be made moving forward. And another part about Van Gundy's interview that I love so much is the point where he brought up how people are so mad at players kneeling, kneeling for the national anthem. And he went on to say that our military, they fought for our rights for freedom of speech. And you can't be mad when someone exercises their, their freedom of speech, especially when it comes to protesting against inequality. And that's the, that's the right thing that America should be standing for, right? Equality for all. But, when, but that's, that's not really the case, right? That's not really the case since, the, since, the, since America was founded, right? From 300 years ago, people of color, they haven't been treated equally since America was gained its independence. African Americans still had to deal with slavery. They still had to deal with Jim Crow laws. Still had to deal with segregation. And still had to deal with inequality today by not being able to protest the rights that they should be given that all other people in America are given. They're peacefully protesting during the national anthem to show they're not getting the same treatment as everyone else. And like I said, it's peaceful. It's not hurting anybody at all. It's not a terrorist attack, okay? So Stan Van Gundy, phenomenal points made on his part. I love what he said. And, you know, I've been been a huge fan of him, especially as an NBA coach since his Orlando Magic days. And, you know, we need more, like I said, we need more prominent white sports figures, head coaches, players, whatever, team owners, etc., to speak on these kind of issues. And then maybe, just maybe, white Americans will understand the point of how, how serious these issues are. And just because these issues don't affect them, that's not a problem in America. That should be b- swept under the rug. But everyone needs to stand up. Every person of color and every American of conscience should have to speak out on these issues because we all live in the same country. We shouldn't be in a country where everything is so divided. Certain Americans aren't getting the rights that other Americans are getting. For example, African Americans. And this is supposed to be land of the free. Everyone's supposed to be able to exercise First Amendment rights. But obviously, as we've seen, it seems like only white supremacists are allowed to use their First Amendment rights. Like we've seen, we see no punishment for those white supremacists protesting the removal of the Robert E. Lee statue in Charlottesville, Virginia. There's been no consequences for those protesters. But as soon as black people want to protest, uh, the, the police want to send out SWAT teams to try to hold everything together and make sure everything is peaceful when, when they're not the problem. These white supremacists are and the people who, who don't acknowledge that white privilege exists in America and that there's problems regarding race in America. So I encourage every single notable athlete, celebrity, etc., whatever title you want to call it, to stand up and address, the, and address these issues because it's their duty as an American to fight for the freedom that other Americans aren't receiving right now. Moving on to a story about a racist cop that hasn't been fired over her comments. Michigan State Police Officer Christy Ute 
will be losing out on five days' pay for violating the department's social media policy after she posted a Facebook meme attacking NFL players that are protesting police brutality and social injustices. And now, this isn't a surprise. A lot of these cops, the, they think they think everyone's out to get them. They think that all people just, everyone's so anti-cop when, when that's just not the truth. It's their duty to protect and serve, all right? And now this, th- th- this woman came out and said, Dear NFL, we will not support millionaire ingrates who hate America and disrespect our armed forces and veterans who wins a football game has zero impact on their lives, who fights for and defends our nation has every impact on our lives. We stand with the heroes, not a bunch of rich, entitled, arrogant, ungrateful, anti-American degenerates. Signed, We the People. Man, n- nothing surprises me about our country anymore. We still have police officers that think like this. They still think that everyone is so anti-cop because because we we as a people, not just African Americans, are protesting the injustices that other cops are committing towards people of color. You know what? How about how about a message to her and every other cop in America? How about you speak up and call out the bad apples and not just say, "Oh, all cops aren't, all cops aren't like that." Call out your coworkers for the injustices that, that, that they're committing, right? They're not they're not protecting and serving. They're killing, all right? They're killing unarmed black people for no reason. So why don't you just come out, all of you speak up and call it the way it is? If 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 there good cops still exist, why don't you come out and exercise the actions of a good cop, all right? Expose the cops who aren't doing their job at your police department, the ones that are targeting minorities for no reason at all. And and just do the right thing, okay? Because all this whole narrative of Blue Lives Matter, that was just created to mock Black Lives Matter, okay? Th- those are just police supporters and police officers who just don't care how black people feel in America. They don't care when they get shot dead in the street by a police officer. Point blank, period. And the fact that the fact that this woman, she's on gang like, what, a five-day suspension? It's just, it, it's so typical, Okay. It's the same thing that we see with other police officers. They get they get a pay to leave, aka a vacation. That that's just what it is. It's just a vacation. They, they they face no real consequences. Losing out on five days pay with this woman is just not enough. Just fire her, okay? Because her all her her comments indicate that she has no problem with gunning a black person down in America for not agreeing with her beliefs. They they'll gun someone down for wanting the new during the national anthem. And like I said in, in previous episodes, America's feeling more and more like a dictatorship. Freedom of speech is becoming extremely limited now, ever since America elected this white supremacist in office. And now obviously, like we're seeing with the NBA and NFL, players are being silenced. They're getting tape put under their mouths, over their mouths. They can't kneel for during the national anthem. The NBA is all of a sudden increasing their policy of having to stand for the national anthem. When over a month ago they said, Commissioner Adam, Adam Silver said that he encourages people to speak out regarding social activism. Donald Trump calling NFL owners, telling them that all their players have to stand being best friends with Jerry Jones, him showing the hypocrite that he really is when Jones was kneeling with his players before the anthem, 
during their football game against the Arizona Cardinals a few weeks ago. It's just so it's just so backwards. We're still gonna see these police officers get pay for shooting down African Americans for no reason. We're never gonna see them convicted in court and get sentenced to jail. All right. And I lost faith in the justice system ever since the Trayvon Martin case when George Zimmerman got off. When I was watching that trial, I was just I was just dumbfounded regarding regarding the decision. I'm really thinking, wow, it's really open season to kill African Americans by these police officers. They they'll never face any real conf- they'll, they'll never face real consequences. It's like when will change really be made? When when African Americans kill each other, when there's black and black crime, black on black crime, like these racists like to bring up all the time. They love to bring up black on black crime. When black people kill each other, one of them goes to jail. One of them is guaranteed to go to jail. But when someone white kills someone black, that person that's white, they're guaranteed to get off just because they're white in America and their white privilege is going to save them in court. When you're black in the justice system and you're facing a court and the jury of your peers, it's like it's like being an underdog. And it shouldn't be like that. And so, you know, I don't... The, the Michigan State Police Department that only handed this slap on the wrist punishment for this woman. I really, I'm, I really disapprove of this. I've, uh, they need to do a much better job of handling the police officers and handing down consequences for their mistakes because uh, they're just showing that, you know, they agree with her beliefs that these these players need to shut up and listen to their white owners. That's all it's that's all it's showing. So, you know, nothing there's no significant change regarding police officers and relations with minorities in America. It's gonna take a long time, sadly, but these issues must be addressed because the actions that a lot of these police officers are committing, even behind the scenes, like this woman saying that she hates all these players that kneel during the national anthem. It's it's gonna continue. Police officers they're gonna continue to say whatever they want about minorities because they have all this power. And no, I'm not anti-cop. Okay, I'm just calling out for the police officers that think they 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 could just get away with anything they want and abuse their power because they're racist and they have hoods. They have. Ku Klux Klan hoods under the police officers, and that's for every profession in America. The the people that run Washington, these conservatives in Washington, they have hoods under their suits when they go home too. They'll reveal the racism too. So th- these kind of things, they just need to stop. Okay, police officers need to held, be held accountable. Just because players are protesting and kneeling, saying all we want. It's for police officers to be held accountable, white supremacists to be held accountable for the oppression of black Americans. That's all we want. But people think that's such a crime. They think it's like a terrorist crime. So you know what? It's going to be years before we see more progress, before we see more white Americans finally realize the problem that we're dealing with when it comes to race in America. I don't know what it's going to take for them to open their heads up and think, but white privilege in America has to end. And it starts with these police officers that are just flat out not giving a damn what African Americans think and what they go with, what they go through in America on a daily basis. This was episode eleven of the Cause Podcast. I'm your host, Yuri Andrayshuk. Thank you for tuning in.